Hi, I'm Delaney Foley, a 2022 Mariah's Challenge scholarship winner, and here's what Mariah's Challenge means to me. It means staying true to myself and not giving in to peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means setting a positive example for the generations that follow. It means growing old and helping others do the same. I'm Delaney and I accept Mariah's Challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are Butte Tough. Today's episode of the ButteCast is brought to you by Casa Grande Steakhouse. Sure, you know you cannot beat Casa Grande steaks, chicken, marcella, and sushi, but did you know how much Butte's finest restaurant gives back to the community? Whether it is providing cooked-to-perfection entrees for the American Legion baseball concession stand or feeding the Butte High Bulldogs during their team meals, Casa Grande's is all about the mining city. Dine in and be treated like family. You can also have Casa Grande's handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Casa Grande's is a proud sponsor of the Buttecast. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Buttecast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Before today, I've recorded 74 podcasts with 73 different guests. Amazingly, not one of them was named Pafhausen. That seems really hard to do considering the amazing success the Butte family has accomplished in athletics and so much more. Today, I am writing that wrong, but not with someone who currently goes by Pafhausen. Today's guest is Jamie Richards. She married Chucky Richards in 2017, so her last name changed. But the name Jamie Pafhausen will always be a legendary one at Butte High School. You can see it hanging on a banner on the wall at the Ross J. Richardson Memorial Gymnasium at Butte High School. In 2011, Jamie was a star player on Butte High's Class AA State Championship softball team. She was their ace in the pitcher circle and their cleanup hitter. Following the season, she was named the Gatorade Montana Softball Player of the Year. She was just the second Butte girl to win a Gatorade award, and she is currently the only of the great Pafhausen clan with that honor. Her father, Scott, was a key member of the 1984 Butte High State Championship basketball team, and her uncle, Josh, was the quarterback of the 1991 Butte High title-winning football team. Her uncles, Mark and Todd, were also outstanding athletes. None, though, won the Gatorade. Her grandpa, Wayne, was also a standout coach and athlete in Butte. He is a member of the Butte Sports Hall of Fame. He was inducted alongside Josh in 2013. Jamie went to Butte High with some serious expectations on her shoulder, thanks to her last name. She lived up to it, and so much more. Now a physical therapist at Stenson Physical Therapy, Jamie helps injured athletes and anyone else who needs help get back on their feet. She is also involved with the Copper City Softball League, helping grow the game in the mining city. In doing so, she is helping lay the foundation for the next softball state championship team from Butte High or even Butte Central. Thank you for continuing to recommend guests for the podcast. It is so nice to see that so many people care, and I will try to get to all of them eventually. Later this week, I will have a conversation with a man who was, I believe, the class clown and class president of Butte High's class of 1986. How's that for a combination? I am really looking forward to that one. 
As always, thank you for supporting our sponsors. They are the ones who are bringing us these fun conversations. If you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and give me a nice review. I'd really appreciate that. Tell the ones in your life who are not exactly technologically sound how they too can listen in. Also, check out ButteCast.com where you can find my columns, the Athletes of the Week, all the podcasts, and more. Now, let's check in with the 2011 Gatorade Montana Softball Player of the Year, Jamie Paffhausen Richards. Great, Jamie Paffhausen. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. You're the, you're the first Paffhausen. I think this is like the seventy fifth podcast, and the first Paffhausen. Amazingly, yeah. I, you know, I, I thought I'd have probably like four of them by now, <laughs> but which is kind of a shame. I haven't had uh, Wayne yet, Grandpa Wayne. Yeah. Which yeah, sure. I'm coming for him. Oh, I'm sure he would love to do that. And yeah. Josh. And when I I told your dad I had a podcast. I, he must have thought I was speaking a foreign language because he had no idea what the hell I was talking about. That doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. And yeah. he's funny. Like, he doesn't like the recognition, too, either, yeah. you know? So, yeah, but he's probably like, what the hell's a podcast? Yeah. Well, I did a story on him when, about the, they want, he wanted to get some publicity about the pictures that he does at Butte High. Oh, yeah. And I did a story. I said, well, let's do a story on you talking. He goes, no, no, not about me. I said, well, we got to. And, he, and he's like, you're not taking my picture. So if you see, I took a picture of him. At, we, it was back when we had masks on because it was during COVID. Oh, was it COVID? Yeah. And uh, I got a picture of him leaning against the wall talking, and I just snapped one with my phone, and he was going to kill me because I took a picture of him. <laughs> he did not like that at all because, yeah, it's, not, it's never been about him never. at all. No, he's just always been that way. Yeah, and he does so much. Because people see that. You go to the Butte High games, and I've seen people go start looking at the pictures, and you get lost. You know, that's... That's a four-day thing, looking at every one of those oh pictures. They get lost. I've seen people miss the like, entire second half of a game. Yeah, I'm not shocked at that. Yeah. It's, you know, he's been doing that for over a decade. Yeah. Um, the amount of work he has put into it is impressive. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he handmade all those shadow boxes, all the frames. He did all yeah. of the research himself. Um, he takes all the time to like do the text box, make sure that he has every name correct, spelled correct. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a, it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that yeah. he put into that. It's really cool. Yeah, he, I can't imagine that he sits down and does does nothing very often. No, he always needs to be busy doing <laughs> yeah. something. So yeah, I have no problem sitting down and doing nothing <laughs> myself. But. So a lot of hours on the computer and calling around and yeah, yeah. And I deal with them a lot. Uh, I used to when I was with Butte Sports. You know, look, first at first it was looking for people on you know silver bees getting in contact with him yeah. but then he got in on top of that and way ahead of schedule yeah. and he doesn't have that problem anymore he never needs help he, he's got them all now he is the most anal person yeah. ever like type a <laughs> yes if you walked in this house he would have just like little post-it notes everywhere of like all the things he has to do that day he's very really? organized on top of it yeah. that's awesome and yeah. what he does for butte is just amazing for you know so cool. I think he's always prided himself on Butte history and knowing your history. Um, so it's cool that it's actually displayed on the walls for people to see because it's yeah. pretty extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, I was doing some research on you today, which does a lot of it's newspapers.com. I go on that and, and do read a lot of stories. Yeah. But I, I found something out. It wasn't on newspapers.com. And it, this is very disturbing what I found out. You have a dog named Lambo. I do, I know. <laughs> that is, I, I was going to call Sarah McLaughlin because that seems like animal abuse. 
hey, that was my husband, Chucky. He's a huge Green Bay fan. And so he wanted another dog and to name him Lombardi, and I shut that down. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, his name's Lambo. He's cute, though. (laughs) That's that's very Davey Dunmire-ish to do for name a dog after... uh, football field yes yeah i know it is (laughs) but uh, i was very disappointed to hear that i was thinking about calling humane society or something (laughs) you're not a packers fan then are you oh just by association yeah just so i don't have to hear him cry about it (laughs) (laughs) well he named his dog after plays aaron Rodgers lost seven times in the playoffs so yeah you should point that out for him yeah (laughs) make him listen to this podcast a few times (laughs) but of course when we talked about your dad building all the stuff up behind the frames and stuff he's got the list of gatorade winners up there which is pretty cool scott Pafos, or scott uh, ferguson says it takes a pathos and sure a pathos and finally wins a gatorade and then he builds the frame. We didn't do it before yeah. a path was it, but, but there's all of, everyone who's ever won the Gatorade up there from Butte High is honored. But and you of course won it in 2020 or 2011 with yeah. the Butte High uh, softball team. Yeah, um, pretty surreal. Yeah. Of course, very humbled about that. And you beat it out a superstar to get that. Yeah. And Jessica McDonald. Oh God. Because she won it the year before, I believe. She did. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was shocked. Yeah. To, win that um because yes she's like a whole different beast you know she she dominated everybody you know i can't even remember like how many strikeouts she had in the state tournament but uh, she was just so dominant she had 18 in the one game yeah she did yeah she just had everybody's number you know and she was a great hitter like pitching against her like you were sweating because she's a good hitter too so yeah definitely very humbled like when i learned it was me i had to like triple take almost you know but um very honored yeah Yeah. do they give you anything do you get like a big box of gatorade or any of that kind of stuff (laughs) i've been asked that no but they do give you um i think they have displayed a trophy in the shadow box at butte high so you get two of them like one would be like for the school and one for you oh okay and then they give you the banner yeah so well, that's yeah. Pretty so mine sits in my cedar chest somewhere. <laughs> Your not. dad doesn't have it on display at his house. No, because <laughs> I know he's pretty proud of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, of course yeah. he's such a big uh, Butte High fan. Anyway, you know, even years after, before you played and after you played, you go to Butte High game and your mom and your dad yeah, are usually sitting up there in the bleachers watching the games. They love it. I mean, yeah, they're just big supporters of Butte High athletics in general. Um, even yeah. catch them at almost all football games, basketball, softball. And, of course, like, I had little cousins, like, playing, too. Yeah. But sometimes they'd even go just to watch, you yeah. know. Um, they've just always been that way. Yeah, so. always support. I've seen them at some Butte Central games watching as well. Yes, when my cousin Shelby yeah. played, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that must have been tough for uh, some of those pathos and see a, see his pathos and running around the bases so fast in a maroon jersey. Yeah, they'd have to swallow <laughs> a little bit and, yep, kind of holding back the grit, but no, no, mm-hmm. yeah. And Shelby was good, too. She had a she great, uh, of course, it was kind of funny. She's, her her brother is Dougie. Yes. <laughs> so, and he wins the Gatorade, so there's yeah. a lot. I, and I was looking into it, too. I was wondering. I was thinking about past Gatorades. I'm like, how the heck did Josh not win the Gatorade in 91? Because he led the class AA in all-purpose yards. He was a superstar. You know, they won the state title. Yeah. And he was the best player on the best team. And then I, 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 there was a guy named uh, Cummings, Joe Cummings from, like, like Stevensville. Oh. He was a linebacker and a guard. But he ended up playing in the NFL, too. So, I mean, oh, it's, okay. uh, it's kind of hard to argue with. Although, I, I think I, I would have, if Josh didn't hurt his knee, he could have played in the NFL. 
without Probably. question because Josh was Josh was that good and he was that he was just disgustingly fast. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that is weird though. Yeah, so I was wondering that and I found that it, today. Yeah, Joe Cummings is his name and he played. He actually played for the Packers a little bit in '97. Oh. He didn't make it to the to the end of the season though, and he played in the XFL when it started. Okay. So yeah. it's he lost out somebody good there, but. But yeah. it's so, I, yeah, your family, because you come so, from such a great family of athletes, you know, uh, Josh, I remember when we were kids that uh, Wayne said, Josh is probably the best of, of the kids and everyone kind of, no way, you know, because yeah. Scott was good. He was on the state championship team, Mark and Todd. One, yeah. one of them, I can't remember, was it, I think it's Todd beat Dan O'Brien in the javelin in college. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Dan O'Brien, uh, you, you're, I mean, you're way too young to remember the, in, I'm not even sure you were alive yet. In 1992, during the Barcelona Olympics, had a big campaign for like a year, oh, going Dan versus Dave as a Reebok. Dan versus Dave be settled in the, in uh, Barcelona, and then uh, uh, O'Brien didn't make it. To, you know, the triathletes or decathletes. They did everything, and he no hided in the, in the trials in the in the pole vault and didn't make the Olympics after oh, wow. they campaigned the whole year, and then the one didn't make it. Oh wow! So. Uh, yeah, so there's just a long line of pathfinders that are just amazing athletes, and you're gonna be the first one to, to be the only Gatorade so far. Yes, um, yeah, it's pretty cool to come from that athletic background, um, and to I think it was always instilled in us to like just participate in something, like yeah. whether it didn't it didn't have to be sports. Like so, we were never like forced to be like hey yeah. you have to play this like, really, be like do yeah. you like this you know um but yeah a lot of history definitely with our family um and yeah um you should ask my grandpa if he wanted to be on here yeah, i'm sure I'm he definitely would will, yeah. yeah he should yeah but um was there pressure being a pathfinder and having that name going into butte high school yeah i mean i guess a little bit yeah um but then you just come to the realization like you're your own person and really just good plain old hard work and yeah. be humble i mean those were the things that my dad and mom always instilled in us like you never have to live up to a name like you make yeah. your own you know but yeah it's definitely crossed my mind like oh you know <laughs> what if i don't do well at this or whatever you want to be the first path house and that's no good right yeah <laughs> um so yeah that was always in the back of your mind yeah. but you just kind of learned like put in the work and you should succeed, you know. Yeah. And now is that, do you still keep that name or are you at Pathhausen or are you Pathhausen no, Richards am, or just Richards? No, nope, just Richards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because Chucky said you don't always like to claim his name. That's what he told me one day. <laughs> well, it's weird because you know how everybody calls us Path. Yeah. So like all my friends still call me Path. It's weird to say yeah. Rich. I'm like, no, that's weird. Yeah. Call me Path. You know. Yeah, it'll be Path and Rich probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no, I do go by Richards now. Yeah. And yeah. of course you played more than one sport at Butte High. You were at, you played volleyball. You yep. played basketball. Did you tear your ACL? Is that? Yes, I did. Yeah. So that was. You said that was, big old brace, I remember. Yes. Um, so that was going into our junior year. Um, we were at a Gonzaga basketball camp for Butte High. And I went up for a rebound and landed on a girl's foot. And my knee kind of twisted inward and I tore it. So I had to go through six months of rehab. So I had to miss volleyball and basketball my junior yeah. year. So I was just pretty much like I just 
kept stats. Like I went on the bus for every game, which Not was really. kind of painful, you know, to yeah. watch because you wanted to be out there so bad. Oh yeah, for um, sure. But then I was cleared to come back for softball that year. So, but I had the brace to wear, so I wore that junior year for softball and then all of senior year. Yeah, and that yeah. was after. Of course, you were already a, a pretty established softball player, as all you guys were. I think was there eight seniors on your team? Eight you seniors. Agree? And you yeah. guys were part of that team that went to Delaware a couple years earlier in the yeah. senior senior uh, Little League World Series. Yes. Which was pretty cool. Crazy, yes. And um, I was upset because I was hurt at that time. And so, of course, like I was just in the dugout, like hanging Oh, you out. were hurt during that? I was that. hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, because that's when you got hurt that summer. Mm-hmm. So the, um, you know, the main pitcher was McCall McClaffrey, if you remember her. I remember her. Yeah. Right, yeah. So I was just like cheerleader in the yeah. dugout, you know, and super excited that we made yeah. it. But like it was bittersweet because I wished I could have played. Yeah. So I just kind of had to be like coach slash cheerleader. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and Chunky was the, the coach of that team. Oh, Chunk, the great Chunk. Chunky Thatcher. I love Chunk. Yeah. 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 He he was a lot of fun. I've, we had him on a radio show and I think he was uh, might have been the first guest to, to swear on the radio <laughs> that doesn't shock me yeah because we because we had a lot of the players were you on the radio that time were you up there that day i think so when they came mm-hmm. on it's been of course it's been what 2009 uh, right yes yeah 2009 yeah. and you played the, the thatcher girls i remember i asked we had alex and uh, hattie on together and i said which one is the toughest of the thatchers you know and i thought they well, each would claim to be and they both looked at each other and they said Bailey. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which they knew better than even jokingly claim better or claim to be tougher than Bailey. Yep. Oh, that's 100%. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that seems like so long ago. What a trip that was. Yeah. That was pretty surreal. Um, I think we ended up taking fifth or sixth when we were there yeah. in the yeah. world. In the world. Which <laughs> yeah. is so cool. Just yeah. from Little Butte, Montana. Yeah. You know? um, it was kind of funny, like getting to know all the girls from like different cultures different backgrounds yeah. and like a lot of the girls that were from like the east coast like they would yeah. legitimately ask us like do you guys ride horses or like why don't you have more of an accent and we're like what really? you know yeah it's just funny yeah um really cool experience yeah, yeah. probably be even more if uh, today because it was yellowstone and oh, all that totally. you know they'd really think you were you rode over in a horse yeah where's your cowboy hat yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> where are your boots yeah 5518 Designs is your Montana Lifestyle Apparel Headquarters in Uptown Butte. We're gearing up to launch all of our brand new designs for the summer. All our designs are created in-house, actually in the cabin that we have in the back of the store, and they're meant to get you psyched about all your summer adventures. Whether it's biking, hiking, floating, festivaling, or just chilling lakeside, we've got the tees, hats, hoodies, and gifts that everyone is sure to love. And we haven't even mentioned our unique line of Butte gear, but we'll save that for another commercial. In the meantime, stop into 5518 Designs at 27 North Main Street in Uptown Butte and shop online at shop5518.com. Are you looking for somewhere to watch your favorite teams play or just somewhere to meet your friends? Or are you looking for a place to hold your big celebration or cater your private event? Look no further than Metal's Sports Bar and Grill. They can do it all. With their 31 big screen televisions, you will not miss a second of action and a full menu of cooked-to-perfection favorites is sure to please. Try the Vault Burger, raise fingers, or one of Chef T's specialty items. Or just enjoy a drink and some friendly company with Dave and the staff as you take in the action at Metal Sports Bar & Grill. Metal Sports Bar & Grill is located on the corner of Park and Main in historic Uptown Butte. Stop by today or check out their menu at metalsportsbarandgrill.com. Metal Sports Bar & Grill, where the food is the star.
There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save five cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. And then you had a your junior year. You had a pretty good year. Uh, I was reading the Bruce Saylor's uh, season preview story where you had you had all state stats, but you were second team all conference. You know, which of course we all know how that works. Sometimes it can be very political. Sure. You know, you know, coaches. Did, I had one coach recently deny it to me, but you got that, you know, I'll vote for your girl if you vote for mine kind of thing. And then somebody gets left out. But of course, not to say that that's what happened for sure that year, you know, that yeah. McDonald wasn't the, the Gatorade winner that year. Yeah. But you guys go into your senior year and you're probably thinking, oh, we're going to be really good. We got eight seniors. You know, we, you didn't lose a lot from that year before. Did you like no. three players? We, we lost two. We lost Carly. Um, her name's Carter now, um, Carly Edwards, yeah. and then McCall McClafferty. Yeah, some yeah. pretty good players. Yeah. You lose them, but you're thinking you're going to do pretty good, but then it was kind of a spring like this spring, right? So terrible. Yeah. I, yeah, you, didn't, you didn't, couldn't practice outside before you played a game, I don't think. I honestly think we practiced outside three or four times. The rest of the time was in the old gym, yeah. which got old real quick. Yeah, I imagine that but. probably got old in a hurry. And you see that now, like with my son's on as a freshman playing baseball at Butte High. Yeah. And they're down at that hut behind St. Anne's Church, you know, the little Quonset yes. hut. Yep. And they you can't take fly balls. You know, they had they were they had a practice the other day where they finally got to go out on Naranchi Stadium and practice some fly balls. Yeah. But they're snow piled all around there too. They just have some strips. That they can practice yeah, on. Just a few of them. Yeah, there would actually be a few times, like, throughout the years where we, you know, Coach Stochich would make us go out on the field and kind of chip away at ice and right. trying to make it, like, melt quicker, you know? Yeah. We would go out there and try to make it a little easier to get out there quicker, you know? Yeah, because it was so cold and so many rainouts and snow outs. Snow outs, yeah. It, yeah, we didn't play too much at home, if I remember right. Yeah. Like, we had to travel out a lot because yeah. Butte just kept getting dumped on, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't quite, I don't know if there was as much snow in the ground like like there is today, yeah. but it just kept snowing. Yeah, it did. You yeah. Know, it just never stopped. Yeah. Yeah, it was a rough spring that senior year. Yeah, which, mm -hmm. of course, later in that year, that's when we had, had so much snow. Then we had the floods, yeah. which disrupted people's travel to the state tournament in Billings. To, I was just going to say Yeah, that. some people had to drive, like, way up north and around. Chucky, because we were dating at the time, yeah. um, to come watch, he had to drive seven hours just yeah. to get from Butte to Billings. And I, I'm not sure like what road he took, but yeah, he's like, yeah. it took me six or seven hours. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, I think we went on the bus the day before 
and we were looking down on the bus and the water was up past the tires so we're like oh yeah crap. by like, great cliff there probably right yeah and so we're uh, like everything's got to be flooded down there but luckily yeah. it was okay <laughs> yeah because I, I, I covered butte high's team for the montana standard for a few years there towards with uh mike uh, sykowski was head coach and uh then stosich took over the job and, and bruce stole the beat bag from me bruce was the boss so i couldn't argue with it yeah. but stosich came in told him that he's going to put that uh uh, bus stop he had remember the old bus stop he put behind home plate mm-hmm. and he said i put that there so bruce doesn't have to keep the stats out in the rain so bruce figured he better cover the butte high team yep. so while bruce was covering the state championship i i drove that year to miles city and it was a terrible drive because i was scared they had firemen out on the street on the highway oh. guiding people through as you drove and the, and it was up to my bumper the oh my the God. water driving it just i think it was right by Greycliff. And uh, I was so scared the whole way back. I was scared about that. And there was not a hint of water when I was on the way back oh, on that, wow. that Saturday. But I was driving. I drove all that way to Miles City, which is something that uh, it's not fun driving to Miles City. It's a no. long ways. And was that for Butte Central? For girls? Central, yeah. And Central scored one run in the whole tournament. Oh, no. It was, they just went, and they weren't that, it wasn't that they were a bad team. Yeah. It was, they just all went into a slump. Yeah. It was at the sure. wrong time. Yeah. And, uh, and I covered Central and, and Anaconda in that and and uh but i remember sitting talking to i think it was uh sid deberthy was uh pitching coach then for uh central Mm -hmm. and we're outside the hotel and he's talking he said that mcdonald's struck out 18 in eight innings and they beat butte high three to nothing because then she hit the walk-off home run too right yeah and i was like i felt and i and i just my my heart dropped because i thought butte high had a great chance of winning it and like Mm -hmm. they're not beating her you yeah. know, there's no way they're beating that girl after she did that. Yeah. And, and now how did you guys feel after that? Um, so definitely defeated at first. Yeah. And then we kind of just kind of dusted herself off. Like, yeah, you know, we still have a chance. We at least have a chance at third, you know. So yeah. we just had to have a short memory. But, you know, we, we all played ASA together, too. Yeah. Like all eight seniors. And we played McDonald growing up. She just, like... I don't know. She was always in our heads. Like she always had her number. Um, we very rarely hit off. Was her. it just? Was she really fast? That, but just like a combination of so much movement too. Yeah. Like her rise ball was just outrageous because right. it, it would look like it was coming straight down the middle, and you're like, okay, yeah, I got this. And like at the last second, it would go up, and yeah. then she'd make you look like a fool. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, our heads were kind of down a little bit, but um. You know, when we got into the championship, um, well, just that first game, we actually ended up bunting. Yeah. That And they we capitalized on some errors that we made. That's really how we scored runs. And then we just got the momentum. And then people, we had, like, sacrifice flies. People started getting base hits. And things just started lining up. Yeah. Well, that was, the, that was such a thing. I brought that up with Davey the other day, how, how you guys bunted. They're not used to playing defense when you got Jessica, Mc, Jessica McDonald, or McDonald, uh, right. pitching, so they're because she's the type they're not of sharp, pitcher. right? She's the type of pitcher like she strikes you out yeah. like most of the time. So defense, they just probably didn't see a lot, you know, throughout yeah. the year. Um, so we just capitalized on that, and luckily came out with it. That was kind of our game plan, and it worked. Yeah, you know. So was was there like a, a moment when someone stood up and had to say, "Hey, all right, let's go," because you guys, because I think there was a lot of tears after that first loss, right? On, yeah. Because was it Thursday? So, Thursday you won, right? And then we did. Friday you lost. Yes. And won, or won and then lost, right? Yes. 
Um, Yeah, you beat, what, Great Falls and then Senior? Yes. Um, Let's see. I can't remember who the second game was. Wow, that's bad. But the first was Glacier. And then... Oh, it was Glacier. Okay. Yeah. Started with a G anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And then, yeah, when we lost to Billings West, we... Yeah, we were down in the dumps. Um, I honestly think it was that morning that we just kind of, like, talked each other up. Like, okay, like, we we have nothing to lose. Yeah. You know? Um, let's just play the best we can. And that senior game was tough. Senior was a really good team. Like yeah. pitching against them, almost every batter was amazing. That so. Saturday morning? Yep. And so that, that was, was the loser went, out game. That went uh, 10, 10 innings, innings, right? Yeah. And is that when Robinson hit the home run? Yes. So, um, yeah, two home runs back to back. And I've never seen anything that clutch in my life. Like we're all. Who hit the first one? Haley Hoagland. Okay. Yeah. And I remember like. She's we, a golfer, man. She's. she's yeah. She's she's mentally tough. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, and she was just a naturally good softball player. Um, yeah. Fast too. Yeah, very fast on the bases. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just remember like, you know, I can't remember if we had one or two outs when Haley went up to bat, but we were all just sitting there on the dugout, like we started crying. So we're right, like, you're down a run. Yeah. yeah, we're down a run. Like this could be it, you know. And then Haley hit the home run, so we're like, okay, like holy crap. <laughs> and then I can't remember if it was a pitch or two later, Maria just clocked one out and yeah. we just all and you were ballistic. the home team right it was a walk-off uh-huh yeah yeah so we were all just like what just happened you know like i actually remember we all went and sat out in the outfield and the coaches came and talked to us and steve schulte came out and i can't remember exactly what he said but he like pumped us up like i've never really? seen him that excited in my life he's like let's go you know and we're like yeah let's go yeah um but yeah i think we were a little exhausted after that 10 inning game um, and then we were very nervous, like going up against Jess McDonald again, like yeah. realistically, like, um, just mentally, yeah. it, you know, it's well, beating tough. her tough, beating her twice in a row is tough. Yeah. Beating her once so odds tough were enough. not in our favor, yeah. you know? So, um, pretty surreal that we were able no. to do that. But of course, uh, and then you, what was it? It was like two to one or one to nothing and two to nothing, something like that. Yep. And you yeah. guys beat them and, uh, you threw... I believe the story said 329 pitches in 24, 24 innings in one day. Yeah. How did your arm feel on Sunday? <laughs> it was a little sore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, um, and to be honest, like that night before, I did not sleep well because yeah. I was just so nervous. Yeah. Probably got like three or four hours of sleep. Um, so I was a little tired, but I just like, I don't know. I guess I just kind of zoned in, you know, and I – I think what prepared me, to be honest, um, like in the off season for pitching, you have to put in, you know, like two, three times a week yeah. pitching. So honestly, doing that throughout my career, I think really helped um, to build the endurance to do that. Yeah, because that has to be so tough. I, I remember uh, with the O'Leary, I think it was O'Leary girl, I can't remember, for Central, right around the same age. You know, she was uh, maybe 2009 that were up oh, in. Yeah. 2008 or 2009 up in Polson and she threw like 300 and some pitches mm-hmm. and her neck hurt her shoulder hurt and everything hurt and they yeah. always said all oh, girls can you're underhand you can throw as many times as you want but I was gonna say if you just flick your finger 329 times oh it's yeah. gonna hurt 
Right. By the end I mean, of it. it's definitely easier, like mechanics-wise, you know, yeah. compared to baseball. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. even, it takes a lot of work. Yeah. 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 Now you're a physical therapist, right? I am. Would you recommend anybody throw 329 times in probably one day? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight, right? Yeah. Um, no, probably wouldn't be good. But yeah. Yeah. No, you threw hard. I, I didn't get to watch you play a whole lot because, like I said, Stosic and Bruce bigfooted me off the beat there. Yeah. But you threw really hard, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I think I they would clock me around, like, between 60 and 62. Which is uh, fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I had, like, a rise ball, change up, curve ball, screw ball. So, I mean, I guess I, I did have, like, a variety of pitches yeah was I proficient in all of them probably not (laughs) but um I don't know I think my goal as a pitcher always was I was never like a dominant pitcher in the sense like Jess McDonald where I didn't have a ton of strikeouts yeah it seems like yeah it was like you had like 123 and 160 innings or something like that as a senior right right yeah and so but I guess what I just tried to do is force like ground outs and pop yeah. flies and honestly um it was quite easy to do it that way because we had a phenomenal defense yeah so i was gonna say you had what did you have alex thatcher third yeah was she Bosch was shortstop Bosch, yep shortstop and then Haley hoagland at second and yeah. jc hanley at first shandy home catching what was she like as a catcher because she caught awesome. all and that's not also not easy she caught all those innings too right yep and, and, all those and we pretty much from 12 u asa on like we were pitcher catcher. So you guys like were... we had that like she could just like look at me and be like, Okay, we're gonna throw this pitch. You're sucking at this right now. Yeah, you know? really. so she so, knew, uh... yeah we just had that bond. That yeah. relationship. She was a Walkerville girl, wasn't she? Am I right? Yeah. So so she um yes. So her grandma um had the bar, um oh my god, what's it called? The Goodwill. The, the Goodwill, Jesus. Goodwill yes. Tavern. Goodwill Tavern, yeah. Yes. That probably damn yeah, near ended my parents' marriage a few times. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and she was a Kennedy Crusader. So yeah. yeah. So she's tough. Yes. You know, yes. We give all the credit to the Kennedy kids. Very tough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, were you a Kennedy kid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I wasn't the tough one though, I yeah. can tell you that. But yeah, she was a phenomenal catcher. Yeah. hmm Yeah. And she yeah, she had an arm and she could throw out girls at third like yeah. nobody's business yeah. yeah do you guys ever get together to bean anybody on purpose mm, no <laughs> <laughs> because, thought about it yeah. but yeah because that's what, my cousin melissa hansen was the catcher on butte high's 92 state championship team okay and she was a left-handed catcher which was okay, kind yeah. of weird anyway yeah. but christine may was a tall girl and she threw really hard and they did that all the time if someone was mad did they get some girl gave them an attitude so they just pick them off. Yeah. Because they just they knew it was <laughs> she wasn't going to score anyway. Yeah. Christine was just going to strike out the next batter. Yeah. I. Yeah. I can't say that I have. I should say allegedly they did. Allegedly. That. I should, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe we would throw inside a few times to scare yeah. them off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's part of the game anyway, too. You want to mm-hmm. can't have them feeling comfortable. Kind of no. brush them back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more nervous they are, the better. Yeah. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grande's, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grande's can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grande Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. 
Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandasteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Shop where the champions shop at Dig City Supply. The Fan Gear headquarters for all things Montana Tech is right across the street from the Uptown Parking Garage on Park Street. Not only can you get your Charlie or Digger fix, but we carry the area's largest selection of Montana and Montana State apparel, as well as Butte High, Butte Central, and all the elementary school gear. Dig City is also home to the exclusive licensed Butte Icon shirt collection. We partnered with cherished Butte institutions to offer one-of-a-kind graphic tees from places like the Silverbow Drive-In, Beef Trail Ski Area, Bonanza Freeze, and our brand new Evil Knievel designs. Head uptown to Park Street and check out Dig City Supply and find us online at digcitysupply.com. Is your house too cold or is it too hot? Either way, Lockmer Sheet Metal is here to help. With more than 40 years of experience in the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning trade, Lockmer Sheet Metal strives to bring quality service and knowledgeable work to help with your HVAC projects or needs. Lockmer Sheet Metal offers repair services for all forced air central air systems, installation of new HVAC systems, service contracts for maintenance and service, all residential and commercial applications, fabrication of sheet metal for all types of projects and ventilation and exhaust systems, as well as commercial heating and cooling. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerSheetMetal.com to warm up or cool down with Lockmer Sheet Metal, your local dealer for train heating, cooling, air handling and ventilation products. Remember Lockmer Sheet Metal for all your home heating and cooling needs. Lone Peak Physical Therapy is your premier privately owned physical therapy, occupational therapy, certified hand therapy, pelvic health, and personal training facility located right here in beautiful Butte, Montana. With over 21 years of experience, our team here at Lone Peak is hyper-focused on you, your goals, and finding a way to help you get better faster. We provide one-on-one -on -one care with the highest quality specialized services. Are you tired of dealing with your low back pain, arthritis, carpal tunnel, neck pain, headaches, and shoulder pain? Did you just have a recent surgery? Do you struggle with feeling off balance or do you get dizzy during your day? How about a custom splint built for your hand and wrist? Did you recently have a baby and now your body feels tremendously foreign to you? Look no further. We are here for you and ready to help you move better and feel better every step of the way. You do not need a doctor's referral to come in and see us. We accept health insurance and also offer comprehensive self-pay options. Don't settle for mediocre healthcare. Your journey to living better and getting back to doing what you love can start today. Give us a call at 406-494-7050 or visit our website at LonePeakPT.com to speak to an expert now. And of course, and then you had the outfield. If they hit the ball to the outfield, was Hattie in center then or was someone Yes, else, yeah. and then... Because she's one of the best center fielders I've ever seen. I watched her play when, you know, later. Because she was young then. She was like a sophomore, yes. maybe. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she always played with us in the ASA too. Like she always played up an yeah. age group. We always and called to, her small. It had to be tough to be a Thatcher mm -hmm. in that family. You know? Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But she so, held her own. Like she yeah. was like, well, of course, like she had a great career yeah. with high school and basketball. Like she's just a phenomenal athlete. So yeah. I mean, she held her own. Like she always played with us. You know. Yeah. Yeah, she was a phenomenal outfielder, and then Maria Robinson mm -hmm. and Jordan Richards were out there. Um, and yeah. and left and Is she right. related mm -hmm. to Chucky? No, different no. Richards, <laughs> different yes. Richards. <laughs> but um yeah, like our defense, I don't mean like I don't want to like tutor our own horn, but mm -hmm. I just I don't know. Like 
I think it was just the years of all playing together. Yeah. You know, we just had that nice unity, continuity, like we knew each other's strengths and weaknesses. So like being a pitcher with that defense behind me was pretty yeah. easy, you know? Yeah. yeah, they made things easy. So Yeah, and Alex at third, of course nothing got by her. Never. And then she had a cannon too to throw that person out first. Mm-hmm. She'd always she would always yell at me if I threw a pitch inside. Really? She's like, stop that path. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't want to get smoked in the dome. She did want yeah. to pull right at you. Uh huh. Yeah. So like she better the outside. Yeah. So just to fool with her, Shani would be like, yeah, let's do it inside. <laughs> <laughs> just to yeah. mess with Alex a little bit. Yeah. But she, yeah, she was phenomenal at third too. And that team. And you had some, you had some depth too. play. I had a few players that come off the bench that could do some things. For sure. Yeah, so what, what a great, uh, that I would put that team probably with any team Butte High's ever had, you know, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to be able to take the time machine, you know, kick you go get you guys and go play the 92 team and, you yeah. know, play that. And that'd be cool. Course, we can't do that, you know. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, it would be just so much fun to do, to do that. But I, my money, of course, my cousin, hopefully, she's not listening to that, but my money would be on 2011, yeah, without question. Because you guys just the resiliency and the toughness that you, well, actually, both teams had because Butte Highs they, they had a great some close games and mm-hmm. some guys, I think it was Tanya Lemire throughout. Uh, I like to tell Melissa she threw a perfect from from uh, right field, just just a dart. Hits the catcher right in the glove. She doesn't have to miss. She doesn't have to move it and tags the girl out. Of course, if you see it on the news, though, you see the story where Melissa runs down the line, catches it, and then dives back to the plate oh, man. and tag, tags the runner out as it's going. So I always talk about Tanya Lemire's great throw when I talk to Melissa about that game. But, yeah, yeah both teams. Of course, probably a lot of similarities there, but still my money's on the, on the 2011 team. Yeah, you know, it's uh... – it's pretty surreal to like think about like you know a lot of those girls we still talk a lot like just playing together like in softball and other sports because a lot of us played like volleyball and basketball together yeah. too um we just have developed such a cool friendship from that yeah. you know so you know it, we don't talk every day but i could call up any of them and be like hey how you doing and we'd pick off right where we left off you know yeah so pretty surreal and um you know, and then their parents, too, they become, like, second family. So, like, Chunky, um, like, Marty, Susie, Hanley, you know, Tim, Michelle, Bosch, all those guys, yeah. they're, they're like, our second parents, yeah. you know? Yeah, and <laughs> you know? you'll see that uh, this year with the Butte Sports Hall of Fame. There's another team that won it. Was it 95? Uh, 94, 95, I can't remember. 95, uh, I believe. That sounds right. Yeah, and then they got rained out and. 96. I think my cousin Heidi was on that team, yeah. McCarthy or Heidi Stewart. Yeah, 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 Heidi was. So they that group, they had so much fun at that. They all had T-shirts and stuff. But it's still yeah. that this many years later, they're still together. It's something you guys are going to have forever. And someday the Butte Sports Hall of Fame will come calling, and you guys will be yeah. you'll be there as well. And of course, individually, the Butte Sports Hall of Fame <laughs> probably might be knocking on your door one of these days yeah, too. Maybe, but but yeah. uh, but to see that all that that's something special to have with with a group of, of women to go back yeah. so long. That's Yeah. It was a pretty surreal way to end our senior season. Yeah. Just playing all together and then ending it on that note was incredible. Yeah. So and, and the coaching staff that you had, what was that was because uh, what and it's a lot of it's the same coaching staff that's there today. A lot it's of just it's it, yeah. switched it switched up a little bit. Like Steve Stilsich is now the assistant coach and Ryan's the head coach. They yeah. they flop roles there. Yeah. Which I laugh at because yeah. Steve <laughs> retired, right? Yeah. And then he's still there. Yeah. <laughs> so he, I kinda he did laugh. The Charlie he Merrifield retirement. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't step away, which yeah. is funny. You know, just the love for the game, you know. Um yeah. but yeah, so yeah, Ryan, um, Eric Mankins, 
Um, and then the other coaches we had were like Corey Cutler, Steve mm -hmm. Schulte, and Mike Anderson. Yeah, Urban okay. Andy, yeah, he, he always looked good. The hat was always probably perfect on Mike's head. Yeah. You know, yes, when, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure, tucked in just right. Exactly. Always looking good. Yeah. But what, what was like playing for Stosage, though? Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. He um, He's very, like, traditional in the sense that he really focused on the fundamentals. Yeah. Like, we – which probably helped us, you know. Yeah. Like, that's what we did all – day long like all practices yeah. were kind of like the same thing over and over um grounders pop flies um and we do like the same like batting routines pitching routines so he was just like a very like organized fundamental based coach yeah. um into um good at i think keeping us pumped up too um yeah he was a very good coach yeah yeah, yeah and he's uh, of course he's one of my favorite people yeah. He was a Butte Central grad too. Yeah. He was, uh, he, I think he holds the record for the most uh, Hall of Fame plaques, Butte Sports Hall of Fame, because wow. he was the assistant coach on so many teams. And then he finally, yeah. he's on the team as a head coach that wins it, which was pretty awesome. Which is so cool. But yeah. uh, he, he's got, of course, you know, he was on so many streets teams, you know, and so yeah. many, and, you know, Coach McElroy's teams. He was coached, you know, coach, he's coached everything so much, you know. Yeah. And then track, of course, he coached track. He's the high jump. Mm. You know, he knows the high jump pretty pretty dang well, I believe. He coached, he yeah. competed anyway. I think he coached that. Oh, okay. Know. Yeah. So he's done a little bit of everything. Very well versed, yes. Yeah. And did, did you call all your pitches or did Mankins call the pitch? He was a pitching Mank coach, right? Yes. So he became pitching coach because before that it was Pat Worrell. Um, and then he yeah. stepped down, I think, after my sophomore year. So then. Um, and Eric, he had Eric's, a lot of years in, in pitching, oh Pat Worrell. Yeah, and I should mention, so, like, him and his two daughters, Lena and yeah. Rachel. Great um, players. Oh, my God. And yeah. they were phenomenal pitchers. So I, like, learned a lot, ton yeah. from them. And they could move the ball yeah. all over, yeah. Really, like, a lot of, like, by fundamentals were from them, Yeah, you know. Um, they actually coached us in our 12U and, like, 14 new teams. Oh, really? In the ASA. Mm -hmm. And then Pat coached with Butte High um, for a few years when I was there. And then when he stepped down, Eric kind of stepped in as pitching coach. So he had to do like a lot of research to learn and, yeah. um, you know, just asking questions. But yeah, he, he ended up calling the pitches um, for all the games. Did you mm -hmm. shake him off at all or did you just. There was a few times, yeah. <laughs> and I may have gotten <laughs> yelled at for it, but I was like, I don't know about this one. But it didn't happen very often. Yeah. Mm -mm. As long as it worked when you shook him off, right? Right. You don't want to give up a gopher ball when. Yeah, <laughs> right. That <laughs> when, would not be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, um, I think it, they did well in calling the pitches. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, it was a couple weeks after. Might not even be a couple weeks after that is when you learned you win the Gatorade. Mm -hmm. And the stats that you have, though, I mean, you batted, you were the cleanup hitter. So not only you, you're, you're the ace, but you're the cleanup hitter, which you don't see that an, an awful lot. I mean, uh, Angie Lacey, who's Angie uh, Thatcher now, oh, yes. she was the undefeated pitcher in Central in 99, and she didn't bat once that whole year. Oh, really? And I used to argue with her after about how stupid the DH is. She's like, I happen to like the DH. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, well, the next year, the, uh, Wheeler, she batted. But you, you, there's a lot of girls you see don't bat a ton. But you not only did you bat, you bat cleanup. I think you had six home runs that year, and you batted 397. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's crazy. Um, it, I guess like thinking back to other teams that were similar, um, like Jessica McDonald was kind yeah. of the same way. 
Um, yeah, she had the home run to beat you guys in the first game of the yeah, tournament. Yeah, that was brutal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I guess a good amount of the pitchers at the time we played, like, batted at least somewhere in the Did lineup. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. Like, you don't see that too much. Yeah, anymore. nowadays you see it, you know, they focus on it a little bit. It depends on, of course, the numbers and, right. and, the, and the team. Yeah. But cleanup's not always... Uh, combination to see usually they're a little yeah. bit farther down in the order sure yeah you know? so yeah i mean just put in the work in the off season yeah. like we'd always be at open gyms you know getting in the cages and being pitched to like live pitching that was yeah. kind of nice you know because in the old gym you know you have yeah. the two sides so um it was just a lot of work yeah mm-hmm. what did you like better pitching or hitting pitching yeah yeah you yeah. were in control more probably yeah. definitely yeah. yes yeah 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 and how many pitches did you have? How many different kinds of pitches could you throw? Let's see. Um, so I had, of course, fastball, changeup, curveball, screwball, ridesball. I guess I did have a drop ball too. I just, no, well, I did use it quite a bit. So six, really? six pitches, yeah. Like I said, I probably wasn't proficient in all of them, but. but to have them. <laughs> yeah. And you could count on them though, so. Yeah. I mean, the key, I think, is you know people always push speed 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 you know it's truly like the combo of movement and speed you know deception's huge yeah with pitching so yeah speed speed can get you out of trouble sometimes but it can also it can come back and bite you too if very much because you know no matter how fast you are someone can accidentally catch up with it that's more velocity off the bat you know so yeah so i think a combination of both is key and it yeah. can be hard to learn. I mean, it takes a ton of repetition, a ton of work in the on and off season. So, yeah. like, I, you know, I remember playing volleyball and basketball. And, um, you know, I'd probably, out of the year, take two months off of pitching. Yeah. You know, I'd pitch from October through August, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, it's just, and I started pitching at age six or seven my cousin Heidi McCarthy or Heidi Stewart first kind of showed me and then there's like Pat Worrell and Lena and Rachel and then of course um coach Mankin so yeah it just takes a lot of time to like develop the skill yeah to be proficient at it it's hard to do that to put that much time in and then still play volleyball and still play basketball very much yeah and and be good at it too you know you learn in varsity letters at those sports yeah yeah a lot of time and then you're juggling school too yeah. so yeah um so definitely a lot of blood sweat and tears put into yeah. the off season mm-hmm. and of course you probably had a lot of teammates that that worked hard too because you totally. had that was a great class yeah, for butte high i mean when they came time to give out the at the sports bank when they get the girls you know outstanding athlete award yeah. that must have been really hard i bet it was and i think my friend callie callie yeah it. callie mm-hmm. ended up winning it. She, phenomenal like, which you couldn't argue there could have been no. five different people they could have given it to and you couldn't really argue 100 percent um yeah i mean just thinking across of course alex the actor yeah. um yeah, she had like know, 11 letters or something like yeah that. something crazy yeah. um callie um Cabri emerson who was a great post for us and then yeah. in volleyball too um, she was tough as You remember Elsa Janey? Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else was there? Ashton um, Keeler. She was another, like, block letter winner. I mean, there's a ton of girls yeah. that, yeah, you're right. You, you could have argued either way. Yeah, that was, that was a great class. Mm-hmm. Now, did you think about, did you have any opportunities to play softball in college? Yeah. You know, I had a few interests and offers, um, you know, from... Uh, Great Falls Argos, the community college yeah. up there, and from Dawson when 
um, LaCrosse was oh, up Jimmy there. Jimmy was over there. I'm sure Jimmy probably was, he probably ate dinner at your house all the time. <laughs> would probably yeah. leave you alone. He called a few times, you know. <laughs> um, and then there is a community college in Spokane. Um, but I don't know. I guess I, I knew I wanted to pursue physical therapy yeah. as a Did career Did the Grizzlies, path. were they starting softball yet or was it a couple Not years yet. later? Not yet. They didn't have that till I was... In my fourth year of my bachelor's yeah, degree. Yeah, it's kind of so, a hard time to dust off the mitt. And yeah, I thought about it, honestly. Did you? I, I even talked to the coaches a little bit because I have um, Doreen Spritzer. She's um, part of the Garden City Softball Little League in Missoula, yeah. and she she actually came to the Little League World Series with us. She oh, okay. traveled because she's part of the yeah. district, too. And she actually was like, maybe you should think about this. I kind of said your name to the coach. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I went and talked to them, but I just came to the conclusion, like, I've been out of the game way too long. Yeah. And, that you know, it's my senior year. I, like, want to focus on getting the good grades to even have a chance to get into PT yeah, school. Yeah, because it's not, that's not easy. I no. mean, you didn't get a journalism degree like some of us did at the <laughs> University of Montana. You actually, you, you had to have, that's competition. To get in there, there's some tough classes, and you have to have good grades. For sure. And I think just like any medical profession, it's competitive. Yeah. Um, so I just knew, and I think I was a little burnt out, too, to be honest. Yeah. You know, just from playing all playing, the sports. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was just kind of ready to start the next phase of my life, you know. Yeah. You know, going to college and studying and um, making sure that I prepared myself the best chance possible to get into PT school, which luckily yeah. happened. So, yeah. yeah. Did you ever play any beer league softball or, cl- or any stuff uh-huh. like that over there? Definitely. Well, yeah. So we actually did play some slow pitch over there, which yeah. was a blast. And then, um, like in the summers when I'd come home, like we'd play sometimes here too. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I went to fill in for somebody and I went up to bat and I hit the ball and I went to run first and I pulled my quad oh. and I was like, maybe this is a sign that I shouldn't do this anymore. Well, that's so. the thing is a lot of people, they don't realize you're supposed to stretch before you play, you know, softball and people just go up there. They're just goofing off. They play catch a little bit, loosen their arm up. Mm-hmm. Then they go and you're standing there, standing mm-hmm. still and then sprinting. That's just not a good idea. No, I learned that real quick. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I think we all learned that at one point. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a hard, uh, hard lesson to, to learn. Yeah. Your mind's still young and your body's like, oh, no, you're not doing that. Yeah. It, make, <laughs> yeah. it, makes, you feel, it makes you feel old in a hurry. I remember being like, you know, 30 or so playing softball and uh, how bad I hurt the next day. It's like, how in the heck can people be professional baseball players? But of course, the key is, is you... If you stretch and you know continue and to stay in shape and train, it makes a big difference than just walking out there putting on your Budweiser and going to bat. <laughs> exactly. Like, like yeah, get a few beers in and <laughs> go up to bat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When, the one time I did get hurt, well, one of the many times, but one time I got hit, uh, Denim uh, Hellier. Of course, he's mad at me. I didn't bring it up when his uh, his brother-in-law Chris Hurd was on the podcast the other day. Oh, yeah. I was throwing bat in practice because we had two games in a row, and uh, I was pitching. And I was doing really good. And, uh, you know, everyone's like, hey, you should pitch this game because Lefty was kind of struggling. Lefty Rundle was our pitcher. And then Davey steps in there left-handed and just threw me off. I couldn't throw anything right after that. So Denim steps in, and I kept throwing everything outside. And finally he swung at one, and it drilled. My finger ticked it before it hit me and above the eye. And the first place I felt it is the back of the head. So <laughs> so here the guys I'm playing with is what, you know, we, of course we weren't big into talking about concussions yet then. They 
give me a Budweiser to put on my, to hold on my, <laughs> as instead of ice, like I'm holding the Budweiser. Then they put me on to play third base and we're playing against Brian Arnson, Jake Larson, uh, uh, Zach Osborne. These guys are all crushing and I'm standing with my feet on the grass at, at, and third basing and they're like, what am I doing? I, and I'm pretty sure I had a concussion. Oh God. And, uh, yeah, denim. It's he's, it's his favorite moment in softball. That <laughs> almost killed me. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's what they do though. You you have a beer and then you play. Of course, yeah. not that you did that. That's what we did when we played because we were yeah, knuckleheads. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe we were too. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Yes. Congratulations to this week's Lescovar Honda Athletes of the Week: East Middle School student athletes Joseph Montoya and Corey Laducer. Both received the honor after competing in the school's unified basketball program. Montoya is a 7th grade student who wrapped up his first year of hoops at East. He takes home the boys' honor. Coach Kelsey Thatcher said Joseph has a positive attitude and he always encourages his teammates. Leducer, an 8th grader, receives the girls' accolades after playing her second season of basketball at East. Thatcher said Corey has been a great leader and teammate for the past two seasons. Congratulations, Joseph and Corey, and thank you, Lescovar Honda, for honoring the hardworking student-athletes of the Mining City. Hey, Butte America, John Davis here at Lescavar Honda. If you've been putting off the purchase of that new truck or SUV, now's the time to start looking. We have one of the largest selections of cars, trucks, and SUVs, and prices that just can't be beat. Most of our vehicles come with a 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty to help with those costly repairs and giving you that peace of mind. Since 1957, Les Honda has been here for you. Stop on down to see us, Les Honda. Are you looking for a place to host a special event or a party? Or just looking for a drink served by the best mixologist in town? Look no further than 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino. Take a step back in time and enjoy some of our signature cocktails such as an old-fashioned or a pink mink. Stop in for happy hour Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. and 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday for $2 cans of your favorite beer or two for five seltzers or well mixers. Or try one of our tap beers for just $5 along with weekly specialty cocktails. Located underneath the Miners Hotel, where Butte locals receive a 20% discount on rooms, 51 Below has live music every Friday night. So stop by 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino for a good time with good friends and great drinks. And don't forget to dial 5. Lockmer Plumbing is more than Butte's complete union plumbing shop. Whether it is sponsoring Little League Baseball, High School Athletics, Montana Tech, Youth Racing, 4-H, Mining City Christmas, Action Inc.'s Homeless Solution Program, Head Start, or Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Butte, Lockmer Plumbing is always looking out for the people of the mining city. Owned and operated by Troy and Amy Lockmer since 2002, Lockmer Plumbing can handle all your residential, commercial, and industrial plumbing needs as well as making repairs and installations on all plumbing and boiler systems. In the heart of Uptown Butte, Lockmer Plumbing can also assist on new construction and planning for your new home or development. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerPlumbing.com today. Lockmer Plumbing has your pipes covered and so much more. This message is brought to you by Anno Designs in Anaconda. I know what you're all thinking. Foley, you twit. Why are you letting this Anaconda hack get connected with the Butte cast? Well, folks, money talks. Anno Designs is a printing and direct-to-garment shop in Anaconda. But that's not all we do. We actually specialize in embroidery and graphic design. We also dabble in sign creation and vinyl banners, also decals for your motor vehicles. Now, there are so many great options for screen printers out there. Take 5518, for example. You all know the work John and company do in Butte. 
And like me, they support local guys like this who started a podcast. Really original. But if your current printer is too busy to get your job done in a timely fashion, why not give us a try? For a limited time only, all new businesses who place an order with Anode Designs will get their screen, embroidery, and graphic design origination fees waived. Just call 406-563-0121 or email anodesignsllc at gmail.com and use the code FOLEYWHO during the consultation. Anode Designs is a proud supporter of the Buttecast and is pushing hard to get more Anaconda talent on the show. Don't just take it from me. Listen to the buttery smooth voice of a Butte legend tell you. There's two things we like about Butte. It's 24 miles away and Tom O'Neill. Welcome to Copperhead Country. So uh, then you go to physical therapy school. Yeah. And, and how, is that, how tough is that? It's tough. Um, just because it's a lot of information yeah. at once. I mean, and it's a lot of credits at once. Um, so I ended up going to Pacific University out in the Portland, Oregon yeah. area. So we lived out there for three years. Um, it takes up all your time. Yeah. Yeah. So I really didn't have a life for three years. Because really? you're learning. Yeah. So I mean, which, you, which makes sense. You got to learn all that. Yeah. There's a lot. To and, and of course, you were, you were valedictorian of your class at Butte High. So obviously, you're, you know, you're, you're pretty sharp. Yeah. And then how were your grades at, at UM? That had to be pretty good. They were, um, I think I had a 3.9. I think, yeah. yeah. And so, so you did have a B eventually. Mm-hmm. I know that crushed me a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I used to you, celebrate you know, a B. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard, like mentally, you know, to go through a program like that, like that's rigorous because yeah. you're learning so much information at once. And then you're adding clinicals on top of that too. Yeah. But um, I love what I do. I'm, yeah. I'm super happy I went through it. Um, I actually got um, the idea to go into physical therapy when I had to do rehab yeah. myself. You for see my that ACL. so often. So don't often. You? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of funny because my therapist was Kevin Stenson, right? Really? And now I work for him. So it kind of oh. came full circle. But Kevin, what was he like as a therapist for you when you were going through that? Was uh, he tough? You know, like he... It was nice because he just knew the right amount to like push me, but also he yeah. would like motivate me. Cause it's hard like being an athlete going through that type of injury, especially when you're like, you know, you're actively sitting out yeah. the seasons, you know? Um, so it's not only the physical part, but it's the mental too, that you yeah. kind of have to rehab a little bit. And yeah. Kind of getting over like fear avoidance stuff and fear of getting back into sport, I think is the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, because you got to go all out when you're playing. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't have any kind of doubt in your... What, what leg was it? Your right leg? It's my left. It was the left? Mm, so it was, it was, was always my your, plant leg, yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you don't have confidence in your plant leg, yeah. you're not going to get anybody out, right? For sure. And actually, you know, because I did rehab from like June through like... I got cleared in like January. So it was almost towards the end of the basketball season. And the coaches wanted me to return to play. And honestly, just like mentally, I wasn't ready. Yeah. So um, I just kind of recouped for a little bit and prepared myself for softball. And then, of course, played senior year. Yeah. You know, so because it's, it's huge mentally. Because yeah. that was the sport I injured my knee in. So, yeah. like, for me, I was like, hmm. You know, I would have been watching, like, every move, you know. Like, yeah. would have been afraid and just feared of going up for, like, a rebound, you yeah. know. So, um but yeah, I mean, you learn to get over it. Yeah. Who did your surgery? 
John Michelotti. Yeah, Dr. Mm-hmm. John. He's mm-hmm. coming to town, I hear. I did hear that. Yeah. Um, which I think will be good. Yeah. You know. We get along really well because we're both Red Sox and Bears fans. Oh, yes. I bet you do. And yeah. uh, that's what his dad says. Don't schedule a surgery with him on a Monday. Because if the Bears lose that day, he's gonna, <laughs> he's yeah. not gonna be in surgery mood, <laughs> which I'm sure he snaps out of it once he puts the <laughs> straps on the gloves, you know. Yes, I'm yeah. sure he's fine, but yeah, uh, yeah, he's a great doctor. For sure, yeah, and um, you know, I was pretty sure I had torn something, right? Yeah. And then he was so good about like breaking the news. Like, of course, you're always upset when you yeah. hear like, hey, yeah, you tore your ACL. And he would like, he was just always good about like calming me down. Like, okay, this is what to expect. Like you will return, like it will be okay. You know? Yeah. So yeah. And like, knock on wood, I yeah. haven't had any issues with my really? knee since really. Well, you probably did the work the right way because yeah. that's kind of how you're wired is you're going to do the hard work. Mm-hmm. And we see that sometimes you'll see like an athlete will have an ACL yeah. and they don't quite come back. Right. Sometimes it's because there's complications, but it's, a lot of times it's because they're not 100 percent dedicated to the rehab. Yeah. And yeah. actually, I'm going to be nerdy here. Um, research has been coming out that um, well, usually like rehab would be about six months for return yeah. to sport. They're actually showing that there's higher um, retear rates if you don't rehab at least nine months, nine really? to 12 months. So you're seeing a lot of the rehab protocols now going to nine to 12 months for return to sport, yeah. which is probably good. Yeah. Well, right. I remember you're, you're too young to remember when Jerry Rice tore his ACL like oh, in the okay. opener. He came yeah. back to play in the last game of this football season. Wow. And then he broke his, he broke his kneecap in oh, the game geez. that he came back in, which I don't think it was related. I think it was just really bad luck. Yeah. But it took someone just insane to do that. But now like you see Odell, Odell Beckham, he, he couldn't make it back within a year's time. No. You know, and you were, I wonder, you know, like uh, you see, you know, Techstar up there, Tara's ACL, mm-hmm. you know, Caleb Belich, you, you know, I know he's going to work and he's going to do the rehab and, yeah. and he'll be good. And I just really hope he can, they're expecting him back in January next year. Yeah. I you mean, know, but that's a tough timeline. It is. And research has proven like, recently time over time that yeah. you have to put in the time and the work like yeah. you can't rush things yeah. you know so it's not just hard work it's hard work and time yeah because you're allowing that to heal yeah. and um you want to make sure that you actually take the time to fully strengthen that's a lot of it is the yeah. strengthening stability and then getting back into like agility training jumping you want to make sure you have correct mechanics so you're reducing your chances for retear you know looking at angles of things you know blah 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 but yeah it's it's a lot it's yeah would probably it makes you a better pt probably because you went through that for sure yeah Yeah. i can relate um on the mental side of things for sure do you Um, focus on that a lot too do you talk to people a lot i will mention it sometimes like if i notice like you know, a kid I'm treating if he's like a high school or college athlete or him or her and they're down and out. And I, I try to relate because sometimes it's just helpful to know like, oh, okay, like yeah. I'm not alone in this. Yeah. You know? It probably helps them to know that you've been through it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know what you're talking about. and I like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But yeah, for sure. Um, definitely like treating athletes, but like we see a lot of different um varieties of things like we treat balance disorders like neuromuscular disorders um dizziness um you know people after stroke um like post-op like total knee total hip like shoulders rotator you see so many things yeah you're not just seeing athletes i mean you're seeing probably some athletes but it's not totally not all 18 year old athletes they're probably anywhere from what 10 to to 100 mm-hmm. right right and you interviewed my buddy jake 
And I'll say Q because I can never say his last name. Yeah, I, I butcher it every time. I don't know. I had to cut and copy and paste when he said his name and <laughs> so I could say it. <laughs> Cause but I, he pretty much said, like, you're treating, yeah. like, athletes to, like, your grandma, like, getting off the chair. And that's so true. Yeah. Like, in that outpatient setting, you see so many different things. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. It's never the same thing. And you're, you know, you're helping all walks of life. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's pretty good. So, mm-hmm. uh, now you you and, uh, you got married, was must have been around 19 was that um 2017 oh yeah. 17 really because yeah, that long six years because yeah. i think it was before covid because yes. you guys got i remember you got married at the at the original, original. Mm-hmm. being there so you you met chuck you guys started dating in high school yeah so he was a freshman and i was an eighth grader yeah mm-hmm. um we only spent like <laughs> we broke up mutually and we're like okay we need to see other people this was like <laughs> senior junior year and within six months we were back together yeah. you know we were like no like i kind of miss you so yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been together since yeah really? it's pretty surreal so 16 it'll be coming up on 16 years together yeah. he's a pretty nice guy I, of course i almost nice. said kid there because to me chucky richards is still oh, a kid you know yeah a little chucky call him chucky because yeah. yeah. he Grown man shouldn't be called Chucky, right? I, I know. <laughs> oh, God. But that's what everybody's going to call Everybody him. calls him that. Yeah. yeah. And was, was he much of an athlete? He was. was he, he, yes, very good goalie. He played soccer. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you probably that's know. Right, I, I think that. you actually interviewed his sister, Angie. Yeah, because she, she, yeah. she was coaching over in the Bitterroot. Yeah. Yep. yep. And so, I mean, their whole family. Is she still coaching? She is. Yeah. 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 And she's kicking butt over there. Good. good um, yeah, they're a huge soccer family, so... Yeah, he he actually went to Rocky Mountain for a year and played goalie over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it was just like the cost was too high, so then he came back over with me. Yeah. So, yeah, but he, he was a great soccer player. Really? Did he play mm-hmm. baseball at all? He did. Um, I, he did play Little League. He didn't do, yeah. like, um, Legion or anything right. like that. But And then he played football for a little bit, too. So he always kind of Because like, he wasn't a really big kid. No. When he, when kind of like tall school. and lanky, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like he would actually jump over me like he had yeah so he his vertical is amazing Mm -hmm. could he get a hit off you (laughs) we've always (laughs) joked about that so (laughs) i don't know if you know his brother daniel richards um so (laughs) this was a couple years ago when they were in for fourth of july his brother Dan was like joking with me like hey i I can't remember how we were talking about it but he's like he's like i bet i could hit off you and i was just like okay yeah let's walk down the mile high yeah so um and i haven't pitched in like years so it's like oh shit what did i get myself into um but so my sister-in-law recorded it all Um, oh nice yeah um 13 strikes didn't hit off me really? so yeah that, which yeah <laughs> every time he hit it you'd hear him just like oh shit you know yeah. you should have told him to drop a bunt still so you would have had him drop um, a bunt, right? Had him <laughs> drop a bunt right that's what he should have done yeah but i was pretty sore after yeah. that we're good at that so. yeah that's yeah you just go out and that was probably more sore than the 329 pitches in 24 innings <laughs> probably, right probably yeah. yeah but it was kind of like i was kind of shocked i'm like oh i'm actually doing okay yeah, <laughs> yeah i can actually put it over the plate today so <laughs> That's yeah. great. So maybe you should have played for the Grizz. You wouldn't maybe. have been as rusty. As you yeah. yeah. And now you're a mom. You have six, yeah. what is it, 16 month old, 16 you said? 16 month old. And Charlie. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, she looks just like her dad, and she's a wild child. Is so she? she has his um, personality and yeah. just his energy. So 
Yeah, it's it's definitely cool being a mom yeah. and watching her grow up. Yeah. It's like it, you know, people always say, "Oh, it happens quick," and it truly does. I, I can tell you, my daughter's at UM right now as a freshman, and it just seems oh, wow. like yesterday when when she was born. What's she studying? She is in criminology. Cool. She wants to be well. She started to now. She's kind of back and forth, but originally she wanted to be Clarice from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. Ca- you know, catch serial killers or uh-huh. whatever. You know. So, but she's over there and she's having fun, which of course. I had an illegal amount of fun at the University of Montana. <laughs> you probably never did it. You pro- Well, you were smart. You probably didn't have to study nearly as much as I did to get a... You know, I had work for my bees. Yeah. You were disappointed in your bee. I... I, I <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> yeah. I worked for my A's, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but... Uh, yeah, so... Uh, she's 16 months now. Does she throw... Uh, does she have a rise ball yet? Or does she have any... <laughs> right? She can throw a ball. But you know what? I think she's going to take after her dad. Yeah. So she started walking at like 10 and a half months. Which is pretty early, yeah. Yeah, which I was shocked. Um, so we have like, you know, those play little basketballs, soccer balls, whatever. Yeah. I like turned around to do something and the soccer ball was on the ground. And I turned around and she's kicking the ball oh. with like more coordination than I have. <laughs> and I'm like, you are 11 months old. Yeah. And she, she didn't trip over anything. And then she'd turn around and kick it and just go, yay, and clap. And <laughs> Like, God, so she might be a soccer player. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. How, how are your your parents' as grandparents? So are they just oh, eating this up? They are. Yeah. They absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, and my mom works from home, so she actually watches Charlie while we work, which we're super thankful for. Yeah, that's for. nice. So, um, and my dad, he works six to two, and yeah. I usually pick her up after five. So um, my dad, like, rushes to get home yeah. <laughs> to go <laughs> hang out with her. And I usually get there, and they're both hanging out on the couch, you know, vegging out on baby crunchies, yeah. whatever, <laughs> you know, watching Cocoa Melon. Yeah. So, that's yeah, awesome. They're eating that up. Just and, happy as can be. Yeah, and my brother and his wife, um, Jacqueline Paffhausen, are expecting mm. a baby. Nice. Yeah, in June, so they'll have another little girl to love. So that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I can imagine Chuck must be—he must be a great father-in-law. But I think he of him is. as a grandpa too. Oh well, God, yeah, they call him Papa. He's one of my favorite people in the whole world too. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah, um, he can make you laugh on the whim of a hat. You know, yeah. it's just. Um, but yeah, all, like all his granddaughters, we have actually, they have six granddaughters. We have no boys on the Richard yeah. side. Um, so all his granddaughters love him to pieces, you know, yeah. he can put a smile on your face. Well, I imagine those little girls just melt their heart. When, yes. Yeah. Know. Yeah. When my daughter, when my daughter sees him, she like blows kisses and goes, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Well, and now, and now I'm keeping you from her cause you just got off work and we're near at the 51 below, yeah. which is a great, God, I, I just love this place. Yeah, and it's uh, you know I, it's a good thing I quit drinking like 16 years ago almost. So I, mm-hmm. I this place would have probably done me, and it's such a great atmosphere. Yeah. But of course they close at like 11, so they would have booted me out. Can't stay till four o'clock here like you could at the other places. But yeah, but it's just such a great atmosphere and such a great place just to well to do this. I mean, it's nice. It's a speakeasy. You know, it's a nice place to go talk, and it's like going back mm-hmm. in time. Oh, it totally is. Um, And when my husband came to me, you know, last year and was like, what do you think about going in on this and buying this place? I'm like, you're insane. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I've never seen him so happy to do this. So him and his buddy, Bo Randall. Yeah. And then Bo's uncle, Tom Klemp, they're all three owners. And so um, it's been great so far. Yeah. So. 
live music every Friday. They've had pretty fun games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did they get like the skinny trivia. mic for Davey for the dating game on Valentine's Day? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't see, yeah. but I guess he had like the classic, you know, like light blue um, yeah. suede suit and all that. Yeah, yeah. like I guess it no, they just went all out. He's a big enough geek to uh, yeah to, to fill that role. Pretty yes, good. he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Davey. And and I'm glad you didn't have to follow Davey on podcast guests. <laughs> yes, you know, we, yeah. we 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 upped the game by bringing Kathleen McLaughlin and just to have a nice. A buffer, you know, nice intelligent buffer between you and Davey there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but, but anyway, I was, uh, it, it was great visiting with you. I, yeah. I mean, I've been a big fan. I've watched your career. I watched you grow up, you know, through Butte High Sports. Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't get to watch you play softball nearly as much as uh, I would have liked. Yeah. I did see you play a little bit, but it's <laughs> not yeah. as much because of Bruce and Stosich, you know. Yeah. But uh, it was fun, and now it's cool to see. I can't wait to... Go watch the Bulldogs and see little uh, Charlie, Charlie Richards. I know. Probably and, playing soccer. Yes, yes. And one thing. Which I'll is a good thing. One thing I'll mention too: um, Copper City softball, yeah. little league. So. Um, Are you coaching in that? Yeah, you got a shirt yes. on. Yeah. Yes, I got my shirt. Yeah. Um, so I'm on the board helping out with that, and um, yeah, coaching and coach pitch. Um, this year, my friend J.C. Hanley, her daughter, will be old enough to do coach pitch. So. She's adorable. She's so cute. Yeah, she's illegally cute. Uh, yeah. You know, with the attitude. Is. Yes, yeah. just like her mama. Yeah. Uh, that's why I told J.C. I'm like, yep, that's you. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so um, I wanted to say, too, because we did close registration for ages like 4 through 12, but yeah. we're building the senior league, you know, 13 to 16-year-olds. Yeah. So we are keeping that open through April 28th, so... Anybody that's interested, you know, in the senior league, we have enough to for two Copper City softball teams. That's awesome. Yeah, because that's where, as you can tell, that's where championship teams in in high school begin at that level. Yeah, and you know, it was kind of sad to see softball dwindle little league wise for a while. Which is and I didn't. Yeah, yeah, because like when we played, like we always had totally enough to field both Mile High and Northwest. Um, so our first year, which I think was like 2018, 2019, we only had 97 girls. And this year we have over 300 girls. That's registered. awesome. So, and yeah. it's great to see the, the, the women who played in it, played softball and, oh, and coming God. back and giving back. And it's such a great group of women that are, so are running that league. Yeah. I mean, so Kate well. McGree, yeah. Melissa Johnson, uh, Amy Babb, Sarah yeah. Steppen, Kelsey Thatcher, yeah. Mackenzie Dowser, you name them all. Like yeah. there, we have a pretty great board. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so now we have a good problem to have. We we need eventually a fourth field for Longfellow because wow. we have 29 teams. So we're like, oh, my God, where are we going to yeah. schedule all these games? But, yeah, so it keeps growing, and I hope that's it a, does. That's a good problem to have. It is a good We'll have to get to uh, J.P. Gallagher on that if you're listening. Huh? There you go, Start right? Start building, building <laughs> the field there. Yeah, that's, what we, that's, that's great, yeah, because it's for everything has been the opposite of that, you know. Yeah. It's been closing things down and stuff now. To see to have to expand, build oh, it's a thing, been amazing. build an extra field, and just seeing the excitement, you know, yeah. of girls like loving the game again, yeah. you know. So. So, are you in charge of pitching coach then? No. Uh, yes. Right. So, actually, before COVID, we were doing like pitching and batting um, clinics, yeah. and so like it would be me, Jamie Riopel. Um, my cousin Heidi Stewart, and McCall McCarthy. J- Jamie knew a thing about pitching, yeah. Yes, too, yeah. for sure. And so, like, we would get together, I think, every other Sunday up at McKinley and do, like, a pitching clinic, which was awesome. Yeah. But just since COVID, we haven't done that. So I hope we get back to something like that again. Yeah. Yeah, just to help develop people at a young age. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, because yeah, that's where it came from. That's why, you know, when they wrestled, Beat High was winning state titles in wrestling. It's because the wrestling program was so, so strong. Right. You know, for and, sure. and that's when Beat High was winning titles in football. It's because the middle school, you know, they had Coach Fogarty down there was sending the players up ready. That's, and that's what, what happened. So, yeah. lay the yeah. foundation for another title. And yeah. of course, I think about now, you know, not only are the girls from the 92 team want to beat me up for, for taking your team, mm-hmm. but so are the 90. 95 girls yeah so. yep whoops so, <laughs> hopefully yeah. Heidi might text me tonight and be like oh, I don't know about hopefully Rhea Pell didn't listen to this <laughs> I know right yeah oh, Heidi doesn't scare me but Rhea Pell <laughs> a different story yeah. yeah yeah but yeah I mean it's so cool to be a part of that organization and be like yeah. on the other side of it like coaching and right, just seeing cool. them get better every year you know this yeah. will be my fourth year coaching so um it's awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, that's fun. and can't wait to see your little girl out there playing. I hope so, yes. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you for asking me. Proud to be from you, America, USA.